everyone. How are you all doing? It's me, Vibe of Natarajan. It's great to be back with another interesting episode. The last episode history of violin was little on the serious side. So today I have come with an energetic, fun and cute instrument called the ukulele. Let's tune in to the strings of the ukulele and understand its history. The ukulele has been with us for more than 127 years. Its origin traces back to as early as 1889 when it made its entry in Hawaii. It is a Hawaiian adaptation of the Portuguese braguinha or the machete. The machete is a small guitar-like instrument introduced in Honolulu, Hawaii by the Portuguese immigrants of Madeira. These immigrants had to come to work in the sugarcane fields. One of the immigrants named Joao Fernandes was so happy to have finally reached Honolulu after a four-month journey that he jumped out of the boat and started to strum and sing with his braguina. The crowd of witnessing Hawaiians was so impressed by his fingerboarding technique that they baptized the instrument ukulele which translates to jumping flea. Fernandes became what of a local sensation after this dramatic beginning. He spent a great deal of his time in Hawaii playing and giving lessons on the ukulele. The Hawaiians fell so in love with the instrument that even the local Mona Kalakaua learned how to play the ukulele. Later, in fact, Kalakaua designed his own ukulele. By the close of the 19th century, almost all music lovers in Hawaii knew how to play the ukulele. The ukulele or ukulele as it is spelled in American English UKE for short is one of the first things that many people associate with Hawaii because of its presence in photos of hula girls and sailors relaxing on a paradisical beach the ukulele was actually considered the national instrument of the kingdom of Hawaii by queen lydia leleukalani in the late 1800s The ukulele has played an integral role in presenting Hawaii to the nation and by extension the world as well as defining a genre of music that took the US by storm in the early 20th century. The ukulele made a particular impression on mainland Americans during the Panama Pacific International Exposition that was held in San Francisco in 1915. The exposition featured performances by Hawaiian ukulele players performing as both soloists and in groups who were very popular with their fair visitors. After the ukulele began to acquire fans in mainland America, the ukulele was then adopted by local mainland musicians who used it to play traditional Hawaiian music, which along with the ukulele had become more popular among American citizens. and additionally introduced the ukulele into other genres the popularity of the ukulele boomed through 1915 to 1920 with hawaiian music becoming as popular as current mainland music 
The Hawaiian Pavilion featured George E. Awai and his Royal Hawaiian Quartet, along with several other notable musicians who played Hawaiian songs that would eventually become hits, such as Henry Kylie Mai's On a Beach at Waikiki. The ukulele slowly declined in popularity through the 1930s, momentarily being revived in the late 1940s through to the 1950s with some American servicemen bringing the instrument home with them from Hawaii after the World War II. The popularity of pop rock music caused the ukulele to fade into the background in the 1960s. Singing in the Rain Vocalist Cliff Edwards was also known as Ukulele Ike, was one of the best known ukulele players during the height of the instrument's popularity in the United States. Cliff Ukulele Ike, Edwards, and Herbert Tiny Tim Corey both popularized the ukulele in the US during each of their lifetimes through their appreciation for the instrument. Ernest Kai wrote the earliest known ukulele method in the ukulele, a Hawaiian guitar and how to play it in 1906. Hawaii's last ever monarch, King Kalakaua, the Merry Monarch, definitely played a part in the growth of these string instruments. He used to host huge banquets and parties. The instrument entertained the guests and more people wanted to buy a ukulele after attending. As well as the four main sizes of the ukulele, there are many other variations, as well as soprano, concert, tenor and baritone manufacturers are making interesting new styles. You can buy a guitar hybrid called a guitalele or a u-bass a type of bass ukulele that has a deeper sound. Electric ukuleles and even plastic ukuleles are common too. If you buy a ukulele today, you will probably get nylon strings. In the early days, the strings were made of animal intestines. Sheep gut or even cat guts were common. You will have noticed this already if you play the ukulele. It has re-entrant tuning. The strings don't go from low to high or high to low. The third string of ukulele is lower in pitch than the fourth. This is different from most string instruments. Some types of ukulele can be retuned to make use of a standard guitar style tuning. The Beatles help music in dozens of ways. Both George Harrison and Paul McCartney are ukulele fans, but George was most fanatical. He said that everyone should have a ukulele. The instrument has had lots of surges in popularity. In the 1920s, when the first boom happened, C.F. Martin sold as many ukuleles as guitars. Martin is one of the best known manufacturers of guitars in the world. There is a ukulele orchestra. The ukulele orchestra of Great Britain started in 1985. It's still going strong. The ensemble works really well due to the different types of ukulele. The band plays festivals and has a big online following. They even release albums. 
The ukulele orchestra of Great Britain mainly does cover versions, including Nirvana's "Smells Like Teen Spirit" and David Bowie's "Life on Mars." Other countries have also adopted the humble ukulele into their musical repertoires, including Japan and Canada. The ukulele was introduced into Japan in the early 1900s and was adopted along with Hawaiian and jazz music. While the western instrument was banned during World War II, the popularity of the instrument surged after the war. Canada, on the other hand, was one of the first countries to initiate teaching the ukulele in schools aside from Hawaii and many music students learned the ukulele under the school music program devised by John Doan Some of the famous ukulele players did their part in cherishing this beautiful instrument Jake Shimabukuro an internationally recognized ukulele virtuoso has sought to add the personality of the instrument by emphasizing that it has a broad range as well as can play well within almost any genre he has worked towards emphasizing that the ukuleles are truly versatile instruments and can provide as lively a performance as any other instrument by playing popular songs such as george harrison's while my guitar gently weeps Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody and other crowd favorites along with his own compositions. Taylor Swift is a global star with platinum albums. She has a history in country music but also loves to play the ukulele. In concerts she has even covered I'm Yours by Jason Mraz, one of the most famous ukulele songs ever. The leader singer of Pearl Jam Eddie Vedder also enjoys playing the ukulele. In 2011, he actually released an album of songs played on the instrument, inventively titled Ukulele Songs. Vedder can play many instruments, but it looks like the ukulele has a place in his heart. The king of pop, Elvis Presley loved the ukulele. He played the instrument in a lot of concerts during his career. The film Blue Hawaii shows Elvis playing the instrument. Elvis loved all things Hawaiian. Israel Kanawe Kamakawe Wole is one of the most famous ukulele players and an icon of Hawaiian music. He released a famous medley of Somewhere Over the Rainbow or What a Wonderful World. This featured in films and TV commercials and achieved commercial success. The first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong, played the instrument. When the crew of the Apollo mission got back from the moon, they had to quarantine for 21 days. In this time, Armstrong played his ukulele a lot. There are many photos of him strumming away while in quarantine. You could say the ukulele has NASA's seal of approval. This tiny instrument has very bright prospects. It's hard to imagine its popularity ever diminishing again. With its cheap price, readily available ukulele tutorials, and its adoption and promotion by prominent folks from all kinds of industries and genres, the ukulele community will continue to grow. It's fun, cheerful to play this beautiful instrument. 
Hope you all enjoyed listening to this podcast and maybe some of you can be thinking to start learning the ukulele. I am happy to say that my young sister who is in grade 2 has started learning the ukulele. She will perform a small note for us. What do you say Vaishnavi? Can you play for us? I would love to. I just started learning. So please ignore me if I am wrong. I hope you enjoyed this cheerful piece. With that note, it's me, Vaibhuna Rajan, signing off. Meet you with another beautiful instrument real soon. Take care, folks.